0: Welcome to Living Chassidus. Together, let's live the Chassidus we learn. Good morning, everybody. And welcome to Chassidus in the morning. Fifteen minutes to change our lives. And we're going to continue davening for all the hostages and all the soldiers and all the ordinary soul we should come home safely, sound and healthy. We're gonna to focus today on San Bensara. San Bensara should be healthy and safe and should be good. Just before we start, I'm gonna give over a story that connects with the last yesterday's class that we were discussing how the Rabbi Rashad was saying, the person says it's not him to learn, whatever, whatever excuse they give us, we give ourselves not being able to learn, it's totally false. And he explains. The explains. He goes because, like it says in your vomit, I think. Let's see. It says basically, if you have an issue, go learn Torah, and I'll make you better. In Eruvin, yeah. I saw what it say in Eruvin. It says, Yeah, you have weakness in your head, weakness in your body, yasakutayo, go learn so, 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 the terror is going to be the one that helps you. So, you can't say, so we can't say to ourselves that we're not able, we're not sharing the terror, we're not able to learn to I'm not alone on things like this. So, a story that like brings out this point and it brings it down in the back of this book. If anyone has the green version, it's a very, very nice story. It's a story about the chassid, Um, He was a salt merchant. His name skips me right now. And basically, the story goes that he wasn't very smart. He unfortunately didn't really get a chance to learn in shiva. His parents became a, an orphan at a younger age, before he really got a chance to learn. And he had to go in to make money to survive. Baruch Hashem, he was able to be a successful businessman, a salt merchant. And and basically, so so back in the day, the altar would give up a ma'amar, give up a berachas, and there'd be different people would go around sharing the ma'amar. And so they came to his town, I think it was a um, um, hill of came to his town and he gave over the mime and this guy was listening and he didn't understand. And he went, so he asked him to explain it to him again. And he explained to him and it didn't, it didn't work, he it, it just didn't get it and he realized he wasn't getting it and, he, and it bothered him, he was trying to learn, he really wanted to understand it and it wasn't working. So he came to the altar Ebu to get a bracha. And when he went to the altar Ebu to get a bracha, he asked alter told him the story, and he said, like, like it's not working over here. So I would have thought when I first heard the story, it blew my this story blew my mind. When I first heard the story, I would have thought Alter would have been nice to him. Poor guy, he's trying, it's not working. I'll give you a bracha, it's gonna work. The ultrababu didn't do that. He said to him, Ainodaver, Ratsin. Nothing stands in the way of will. Meaning, if you want to, if you really want it, you'll get it. I felt, I felt when I heard that, it was very disheartening. It's such a, it's a rough thing to say. The reason why you didn't manage to understand the mind is because you don't really want to understand the mind. But that's not what the altar ever meant. The altar ever meant is a deeper level within you. And this is a very important message for all of us. That we come and tell ourselves and we, we set ourselves a standard. We live in a certain way. And we think this is what this is where we're holding and this is much I can do. We have to realize there's a lot more to us than we even imagine. And this is what the altar was sort of telling him. And another example of this is like when you go to the army, the first thing they do is they break you down. And they get you to do things just destroys you. And the reason is not because they just want to destroy you. The reason is because they want to build you up to be the person who they know you can be. Because they know if they don't do that first, you're always going to get stuck with your preconceived notions of yourself and preconceived limitations of yourself. See, so you first have to bring you down, and this is what the Alter was doing to him, He's saying, "You can do this. See, like, like you don't need a bracha for me. You don't need my help. You need a push. You think you're not capable. You are capable." And ended up, he became, he was able to. He came, he went back home. He said to his family, "You take over the business. I'm going to go over this. I'm going to learn this." And it, and he spent quite a bit of time. Slowly with slowly, but he did and he started and he started to understand it and he changed. It says you know about him, that he started off he was like a, a piece of wood, plank of wood. Nothing, it was dead. In the end, he, the deepest chassidahs of the middle ever was written for him. Imre Bina, if I'm not mistaken, was written for him. And the lesson, of course, is, is a very important one. We have to recognize that Torah is something that we, we naturally connect to. And if we're having a hard time, we have to figure out what the problem is. The problem is not ourselves, the problem is not the terror The problem is the, the procedure getting from us to the terror because us and terror go one-on-one. And, one. and this goes a lot of things in life, we have to make sure, we, we, we're we not a good char- judge of character to ourselves if what we're saying about ourselves is true. When it's negative, when it's positive, should be the worst of our issues. But that's dumb, that's whatever, That's and that's the story. Beautiful story, and it's a beautiful lesson for all of us. So we should push ourselves and recognize we can do a lot more. And I always speak to a friend or mashpia to have guidance where to go. Now, in a new maima maima yud we're going to discussing. Until now, we've been discussing a person who knows how to learn and the issues that come with that, the negative, the sh'tus of that. Now we're going to talk about business people and people that work, and how to approach working, making money, and things like this. Let's see, perik aleph. Hineh habale asakim business people shirishim mchayim basic masomatan they spend the whole day working vei nam shayachim linyanim machehim they're not sure to other things kimer lehis avis taiva olehis ane with haynugim gashimim to have pleasure in other things they're totally consumed by their business. Using the, maybe a little bit of an extreme example, but we can extrapolate for ourselves. We do someone that's totally in the business; they don't have any ties, they don't care for anything. They're just about the business. Now, working and going and, and, and doing business—this is totally kosher. Nothing, no issues with that. And there's a requirement. You need to, You need to go to work. Like saying, It's nice. Learning with acting like a normal person. Just being normal, going to work, making money, things like this. But there's a stuss. There's an issue that gets involved with this. By itself, it's good. Going to work. It's perfectly fine, perfectly normal. Even in Picaragascar, should do it. Make money. And these things are all good. But the, now we're going to discuss the eight that come into this. The Shtusan that come into it and that can make it not healthy. Bahainu meaning in Riboy Hatirda And what is he talking about? The, the bother when it comes to work. The, the consumption that we have with work. That we're totally involved. We're totally being able to have that ability to separate ourselves. Now is work. Now is not work. And I can I can separate the two. And that's the challenge that to be able to separate yourself that causes us in a unhealthy situation we' totally consumed by work day and night comes to Shabbos, people only think talk about is the work comes to come home only talk about his work or to the extent. That gets in the way of our learning tale of our Judaism, and when it comes to davening, and being able to daven properly, saying the words and understanding we're totally consumed by, by it because we think to ourselves true being totally consumed with our business, she that he's going to stop, not going to pay attention to what he's actually saying. Or simple Kavana canal. Or to daven with a minion, or to make a share of learning. Because you're going to lose out by doing this. So that time, could be working, making money. So this is a big, big mistake. And the mistake is that we get caught up. I don't have time to dive in probably alone properly or learn properly. And there's a lot, a lot of levels on this. We, we might say to ourselves, what do you mean? I have a share every day and I dive in every day. What's the big deal? So it's true and that is good. And we have to be sensitive to ourselves like we've been talking about till now. When you become sensitive, you start to analyze where does this fit in? And where does this apply to me? How do I do this? But it, it's, it's, it could be a, a life t- lifestyle schedule. That we're not really scheduling in the amount of diving and learning we should. Or Judaism that we should. Or it is when we're doing it, we're getting distracted a lot. And, and we're not really working on ourselves to go not get distracted. Things like this. There's a lot of ways of this expressing itself. adam When a person will be sensitive and they'll pay attention. To see what happens. In the world around us, we see Plenty of people, if you'll notice, <speaking in Hebrew> we'll see very clearly and as many times, <speaking in Hebrew> you'll see that sometimes you do everything exactly what you're supposed to do. You'll, you'll do your business the way it's supposed to be. You go to work on time. You know, if you're working, in it, and this really applies more to earning a business or or business commission, you do all the right things, everything according to the textbook, and you won't. And there'll be times where you won't make any money off of it; you might even lose. Over maat is man, and with a little bit of time, over and sometimes you do you do nothing, you barely anything, any effort, you you make a lot of money and if so me so how could you say and he, and he's trying to use a logical proof how could you say based off this imperial evidence that we see it clearly and sometimes you do nothing and you make a lot of money sometimes you do everything and you make no money so why would you say that you're going to lose out at the time of davening and learning maybe it's better for you you weren't putting a lot of effort in your business with the help of Hashem, with a little bit of time, you could be successful. I'm going to explain more later on. Meaning, he's saying if you pay attention to yourself and 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 in the the book of from Robert Kremnizer. Well oh, it is have it here somewhere for what it's called. But it's about Sha'abitachin. One of the things he talks about over there, and he said it a few times before, was when he's talked for us, he said, he's seen businessmen that are the dumbest people you've ever met. And they're one of the richest people you've ever met as well. And sometimes you see the smartest people as well. And sometimes you see the smartest people well. are well the poorest. And, and, and this thing is not a clear system. We don't know how it works. But what we're saying is, what we're saying is that we think to ourselves, we foolishly think that if I if I spend less time connecting to Hashem, dabbling and learning, we don't say it in these words, of course, because that would never work. But we we say it in in our actions and and sort of our lifestyle that spending time dabbling and learning is 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 wasting my time. I could be making more money. I could be doing more things. And what he's saying is, if you if you pay attention to life, you'll see that that's, that it's not. It doesn't, it's not up to you. Of course, you got to do what you've got to do, Mitzad Teva by nature, following the dictates of nature. But you'll recognize that it's not because of what you did that's perfectly in sync. Sometimes you'll do a lot of work, you'll get a little bit. Sometimes you do a little bit, you get a lot. And therefore, taking away from your davening and learning, taking away from your Judaism to be able to make more money, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Or and specifically, if you wouldn't forget about Hashem, that Hashem is one that gives us the strength to make the living. And it's the blessing of Hashem specifically that makes us successful financially, makes us wealthy. That's in my ASIC and the actual work, the business, it's only about making the vessel. Bema in what the bracha will be able to dwell. Your job when we go to work is is let is let Hashem is make a caliph so Hashem can put his work put his bracha inside. Aval The main thing is not your work; it's Hashem. It's Hashem's blessing, and this is a very hard concept to to internalize. But it's but it's something we got to work on to recognize that it's not what I do. That makes the money, it's Hashem's bracha. And tomorrow, Mr. I'll say a story. How connected this, how I saw it in my personal life, this idea, or how I saw how I was looking at it wrong. So If Hashem is the one giving the blessings, so I should be giving it over to Hashem. He's the one that's going to help me get the blessings. The to he has to give himself over mainly to Hashem, to godliness because that's the bracha. The bracha is from Hashem. Of course, we're saying you have to do a kli, you have to make the vessel, you have to go to work and do those things. But but if if those things are secondary to the bracha, so you do what you got to do. But when you finish, you can you can clear your mind. When you can daven, when it's time to daven, you can daven. When it's time to learn, you can learn, and you're not distracted. That Hashem is the one giving us our sustenance. We have to make a vessel for this. And that's the business. That's the work. But it will be enough even a little bit. We're making it clean. Hashem will take care of the rest. So this is a very, very, very powerful idea. And we have to, something we have to think about, internalize and to recognize within ourselves and try to like, uh, yeah, make this part of our reality that recognizing that Hashem is giving the brach, I'm nothing to worry about. I just want to make my clear. I got to do my job. It's going to work or opening the business, whatever it is that naturally works, but not to, God forbid, lose time over the important things of davening and learning and things like this. Have an amazing day.